Welcome to Raw Startupism, where we discuss the ups, downs, and everything else in between about entrepreneurship from New York to Australia. Hi, so I'm Teresa, uh, co-founder and CEO of Chosen, um, and we've got Anurav here. Anurav, do you want to hey, introduce yourself? Hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm the uh, co-founder and COO of Pollen. And so uh, we decided to put together this podcast. Anurav and I always meet in different places um, across the world, just somehow the universe brings us together. <laughs> um and, you know, we always talk a lot about our real authentic experiences in the startup world and the fact that there's not necessarily, there are a bunch of podcasts out there, um, but we haven't really yet come across anything where um, founders are talking about their real experiences in startup life. Sometimes it's sugar-coated, so we thought it'd be great to just talk a little bit about our backgrounds because it's quite similar, um, how we met, how we ended up doing what we're doing, and some of the um, ups and downs of running a startup. Um, and hopefully, you know, it will, it will provide other entrepreneurs and just anyone that's interested in listening to us ramble on um, some insight and also give some inspiration if people are thinking about leaving their jobs that they, you know, don't know where to start. Hopefully we can help with that as well um, and yeah. generally take some learning yeah i think you know going back to the original point i think we've met each other in probably four different countries now out of the f- yeah <laughs> out of the few times <laughs> we've met each other and it's been it's always been you know very overlapping in a way but also very different you know i think the first time we met was at south by southwest which was an experience in and of itself and then we've done everything from you know australia to new york to hong kong um and we used to work in the same field. We used to work in advertising. Um, and now we both run startups in different parts of the world. Um, and it's been really interesting. So, Teresa, do you want to give, um, you know, a little bit of background about yourself as to, you know, what you did before you started running the company? Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, what made you change? Sure. Um, so, I started, so when I was back in uni, um, when I was studying media communications, I was looking for a part-time job and I ended up coming across a, an interactive account executive job, um, actually at Draft SVB in Melbourne. That was one of the best jobs I've had, except they closed. Um, and <laughs> so I, I fell into advertising really, really early on and um, I loved it. When I was younger, um, I was driven by the fact that um, you A, just needed to have a little bit of common sense and B, be driven and you could um, make a really sweet career path in advertising for yourself. So um, I joined Draft as an interactive account exec and worked my way up pretty quickly. Um, and I loved it. I loved the lifestyle that advertising brought for me. I was always uh, working on new clients. I had an adrenaline rush every day. There were deadlines to be met. Um, but I guess as, and, and that was when I was quite young, I was still like under 20, but, um, you know, as I got a little bit older and as my roles got a little bit uh, more senior and, and expanded and I moved to different agencies, um, I started, that started to wear thin, that lifestyle and sort of the, the adrenaline rush of meeting deadlines and, you know, working 
between 12 to 16 hour days got quite a lot. So um, it made me transition from really liking the industry and what I was doing to becoming a little bit better and not enjoying it so much. Um, and I think that a lot of that also was that at the time when I was working in advertising, digital as a medium was really, really new. Um, and so a lot of my, because I was always working in digital operations or in digital departments, um, a lot of my challenge was to educate people on what was quite a simple, um, easy medium for someone like me who's grown up with technology. Um, so I found that a, a really big challenge for me to have to educate clients and also uh, internal colleagues about why we should be advertising on digital mediums. Um, and so it started to become something that was not really a challenge anymore, but I started to feel like I was in my head every day and trying to get really great uh, creative ideas that were technology-based up through um, internal streams and then also to be able to sell it into the client. Um, and so that started to wear thin a little bit for me as with the really long hours. I guess like when you're in your early 20s, it's uh, all good and well to you know work around the clock for someone else. But as I've got to be older, it started to take a toll on my body a little bit. Um, and I just wasn't feeling as passionate. Um, my passion's always laying uh, or lagging, knowing that I wanted to do something. I didn't know what it was going to be, but actually, you know, not do anything for anyone else, but work for myself. Um, and so that's where my thought transition started. Um, I didn't know what what it was going to take or what I was going to actually transition into, but I knew that I didn't want to be in advertising anymore. Um, so I started to make that decision to, to leave. Nice. And, you know, I think I come from a similar background. And for me, it was a little bit different because... When I started doing advertising, it was essentially my second career. I'd done television and I'd done technology before that. Um, and advertising was very similar for me. You know, I ended up running uh, one of the larger agencies' digital teams. Um, and it just got to a point where it was the same thing. It was very long hours. It was working for someone else. It was doing things that I did like, but not on my own terms. And I think that's where... Um, I decided that if I don't do this now, um, I would never do it again. Um, so did you have a similar experience where you said it was now or never, or was that coming at it from a different way? Uh, yeah, well, I'm pretty sure we kind of went through the same, the, the exact same experience as we were heading up the same digital department in yeah. the same agencies in different countries. And so I understand that whole, you know, the workload and the pressure got, uh, became quite a lot. And I think that that actually heightened the way that I was feeling. And it was sort of a matter of time. It was like a time bomb for me, right? Like I kept setting myself um, uh, dates or milestones where I was like, right, if I get to my birthday next year and I'm still here, then I'm going to quit, resign on my birthday. And then like three birthdays went by and I was still at the activity. <laughs> Um, but I think uh, it just got to the point, it's sort of like a bad relationship, right? Like, get to the point where you're just 
so over it that you wake up that day and you're like, yeah, I'm done. Um, and if you think about it for long enough and consider like the worst case scenario, which actually isn't that bad, um, then I don't know. I, I kind of just got something within me that yeah. came over me and that made me actually do it. Awesome. But now on to better things. So what are you up to now? Uh, so now I'm currently sitting in my lounge room saying hi while I speak to you. So um, we are, we started a, a chosen, which is a startup. It's a, um, it's a business travel. Basically, when they're in a new city, it can be really hard for them to find personalized services from trusted providers. Um, and so we match them with the provider based on their case when they get to a new city. So it's really easy for them to get personal services, like uh, if, they're, um, if they want a massage or if their phone screen breaks, um, they don't necessarily know where to go, so we can help them with that. And we started uh, in Melbourne. Um, we started taking this seriously probably eight months ago, I would say. Um, and then we ended up getting into China Accelerator over in Shanghai. Um, and we were always going to expand to Asia. So we saw it as a great opportunity to move over and set up the team and set up the office over here in Shanghai. And so we've been based here now for three months. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I know, you know, we're going to cover a lot of different topics over over the course of the next couple of weeks and the next couple of months and mm. hopefully for a very long time. But you know, one of the reasons we wanted to start this was to really take a look at some of the similarities on both sides, um, mm -hmm. the same difficulties, the same challenges, but also the same upsides and the opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, and I think where we go from here is really going to be very interesting because we've definitely had this conversation many times, um, mm -hmm. whether it's over drinks or dinner or something else. Um, Usually. And it, it's really interesting to see how the world itself is changing um, mm -hmm. based on, you know, either what we're doing on based on what some of our friends are doing. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely a very different place than what it used to be. Um, you know, I know we were both in Hong Kong about a week and a half ago, and there were a lot of startup people there. <laughs> there was an entire startup conference. Um, and that's never really happened before to see that mm -hmm. kind of influence coming around the world. Um, where more people are giving up their stable opportunities, their stable jobs, and moving mm -hmm. into an unknown territory is very scary. I know we've been through it on multiple occasions, both through success and through failure. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really, you know, excited that we have a chance to be able to share that, you know, opportunity, share those stories, because some of them are very unique. Uh, you know, depending on what type of company you're running and depending on who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes and how we can provide some of that information. Um, but, too. yeah, that's really it. I, I would, um, just to that, I would say what I found really interesting, and I'm sure we'll touch on it in the future, is that um, you're right. You know, like even when we were in Hong Kong the last couple of weeks, um, it was packed startups and generally all these you know exhibits and conferences are but I do think that um, you know everything's so much more accessible and people are much more willing to take a risk especially over the last couple of years just with the way that um, you know technology is and the opportunities I guess so it's really interesting to see how many people are actually taking the plunge 
Although I find that a lot of them, if you speak to them and ask them what they used to do, I've met a lot of people that used to be in advertising <laughs> and now have startups, right? Yep. So I think that there's some correlation there because, you know, people that work in advertising like the adrenaline, they like the challenge and they are risk takers in a way, right? You know, there's, um, there's always something new and it's not a, a routine. And so I think that there's some correlations there between working in that industry and actually uh, having a startup. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And it's really interesting. And I want to continue, you know, definitely talking for a while. I know we can go on for hours and hours with or without beers. Um, but one thing you touched upon that I want I would like for you to expand on is what do you define risk? Or how do um, you define risk? No, oh, this is going to get me in a rat, going on a rat. Um, so, uh, look, I, I wrote an article not long ago about success, right? And I actually think it's about risk also. I think uh, risk and success is based on how the individual person defines it, right? So success for me uh, might be one thing, but success for you might mean another, and that's fine. Um, although I don't think that society portrays it to be that way. I also think that risk is um, is can be sort of thought about in a similar way, right? Like for me, to leave my um, advertising well-paid, stable job, um, my only risk was uh, about five, I guess. Like as in, um, you know, looking like I'd failed to everyone around me if I didn't do well outside of advertising. Um, whereas someone else's risk might be that they have a mortgage or they have a family and they can't, they might actually physically not be able to afford to live, right, if they take the plunge. Um, so I think, you know, risk can be determined based on the individual and their circumstances. That's a very politically correct answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though, really. The, but, it's very true. You know, yeah. it, it's yeah. all circumstantial. Um, you know, for better or for worse, it is very circumstantial. Um, and it's really interesting because when I left my advertising job, even though we ended up starting an ad tech company, it was the exact same thing. It's like walking away from a very, very high paying job um, when mm-hmm. you're still in your mid 20s and you're making more than you know a lot of people who are in their 40s. Um, yeah, and to exactly. go from there to nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> is extremely <laughs> scary. Yeah. And it's extremely, extremely risky. Um, but yeah. over time and over experience and then through, you know, meeting a lot of people around the world, it's had a very different meaning. I think risk is, for me at least, quantifiable now, um, yeah. whether it's uh, financial or personal. And that's really it. If you can, you know, live on half your previous salary and then half that again and still live on it, you're good. Um, and on the other hand, if you can keep up your lifestyle or if you, you know, even sacrifice your lifestyle, um, then you're still good because at the end of the day, you're creating something bigger than what you want to do uh, and bigger than yourself. Um, so risk is definitely if interesting. And I think we'll cut it off here um, because we do have yeah. a lot of topics that we want to cover over the next coming weeks. But we just wanted to give you an update as to who we are. Just a very quick intro uh, and see where this goes. Yeah, exactly. For more information and content, visit soundcloud.com slash raw startupism.